the Eagles versus the Cardinals edition of the diehard Eagles podcast on the sports game of podcast network is brought to you by hall of fame bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the hall of fame bets app or visit hfbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by SGPN's ultimate new year's Eve party. Hop on sports game and podcast YouTube channel for a truly degen afternoon, complete with drafts, pickups, prizes, live sweats, and more. The fun starts at 1230 Pacific. New Year's Eve. Welcome, everyone, to the Dire Eagles podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Sean Stack of the Money Green, with my fellow diehards, Rob and Justin. The Eagles, of course, lose the game, get destroyed, completely embarrassed. No, wait, they won the game? You would have no idea, judging by our group text, the general feeling from the team. Uh, I can't remember... Uh, everyone being so mad at a team that's 11 and four. I, I get why people are frustrated, but we still are 11 and four. We beat the giants 33 to 25. Didn't cover the spread. The spread was huge. Had some fluke plays there, but um, Rob, what was your takeaway in this giants Eagles game? I mean, my takeaway is the giants aren't a good football team. Uh, yes. and they still had a play at the end that they could have beat us with. So um, I, I'm, you're you and I are the opposite on this. You just say ten and you know eleven and four all eleven and four. No Give problems, credit. Period. Um, <laughs> whereas I say, look at the eye test. We're struggling, um, and honestly, this Giants game didn't. Uh, you know, it didn't convince me the problems have been fixed. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could look at it. There's a million different ways to look at it. Like, yeah, I was I happy with that game we played. No. Um, there were some positives for me, positives. I thought actually overall Hertz played pretty well. I thought he took some stuff that was available. Um, you know, that played to Devonta Smith, that, that third and 20 where he stepped up and hit AJ Brown. I thought he played well. I, I really don't think the pick six was his fault. I mean, that Boston Scott fumble was truly a weird play. If that doesn't happen, maybe they win by 15 points. The mood is a little less sour, but I get it. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know what it is. This is just a general mojo. That's all a little off about this team, but I remember so many, I've been an Eagles fan my entire life. I remember so many miserable seasons. And so I'm trying my best to enjoy being 11 and four. Uh, and if we go 13 and four, like, can Justin, if we're 13 and four, will people be still, will people still be upset at this team? Yeah. If we don't win the Super Bowl, I think people <laughs> will still be upset with this team. And yeah. it just, we had the level of expectation coming into the season and you, you see what's happened, you know, throughout the season, the fact that we really haven't had, you know, any blowout wins. Um, and you brought up something that was interesting, Sean, you said, you know, there were a couple of fluke plays in this game and it's like, yeah, but that happens every game, it seems. Yeah. Like. So how no, fluky I know is mean. it? It seems like there's always some dumb mistake, whether sloppy be like, what, two games ago where we're on the one-yard line and Kel- Kelsey, you know, has a false start or whatever. They're just like, uh, you know, as Rob alludes to sometimes, there's there seems to be that inconsistency or lack of rhythm. Now, this was a better game, but um, as we said, uh, coming into this game, you know, 
how well can we really evaluate them against a team like the Giants? And, you know, we only won by eight in the end, which, hey, we won. We It seemed like we kind of won handedly, but we did leave the door open, unfortunately. Yeah, um, I'll say this if we're if we're adding on positives, um, I do think uh, the Patricia defense does look a little bit better. Uh, Avante Maddox is coming back. Um, you know, we get Landon Dickerson back, but even on the defense, uh, you know, getting Avante Maddox back, I think really should help this secondary, which clearly has some issues. Rob, you were you were leading the charge running Jonathan Gannon out of town. He's coming back to town. Now we we're already on our we didn't even make it to our uh through our first defensive coordinator by the time we're playing Gannon. Uh are you where do you stand with Gannon's legacy as an Eagle and uh, how say you it's early, but what are your thoughts on Patricia? I mean, there is no legacy. First of all, um, <laughs> oh, come on. I mean, it's look, was he better than, was he better than Desai? Yes. Um, did he, did the defense play terrible in the Super Bowl? Yes. Um, so look, I'm not, a, I'm not a Gannon fan. I'm not going to pretend I am now. Um, and you know it is what it is. I hope we, you know, I hope we beat them huge this week. So um, I actually like Patricia. I said that earlier today. I think I sent a text. I, I listened to his press conference, and I thought he came across as, uh, you know, I thought he came across well, um, and I thought he gave pretty honest answers. And you know, I, I think too, probably what you're going to see with the Patricia defense, and, and look, the, the jury's still out clearly, but I mean, I, I think it could continue to evolve, right? Because I mean, it's hard to – it's not like he was able to come in and in one week just install his def- defensive system. So, obviously, he's still working with, like, whatever Desai installed, and they're probably – you know, he's making his own tweaks. And I have seen some good things. I've seen the corners playing, you know, tighter press coverage. I, I, it seems like they've been yeah. a little more aggressive, um, not just getting picked apart. And, you know, I said early on, I, if we get torched or we get beat deep for like a, a touchdown, I can live with that. I, I What I can't stand is the defense where they just pick you apart with a thousand short passes. So, um, you know, I, I'm optimistic about it. We'll see. It, it, it's early, but he's, it, it's certainly a good move from the side from what it seems like. Yeah, I mean, the death by a thousand paper cuts where they're just dinking and dunking the entire time is just so annoying, so frustrating. And I'm with you. I I do think there's an aggressiveness. Um, We'll see if it stays. But, uh, you know, and and there's there's a couple other things here. I'll, I'll Justin, should we consider or should we? not even consider, should we pull the trigger on benching Bradbury? You know, the, the other corners, Rick's um, in particular, and Job have, you know, shown some good numbers. I, you know, not doing a ton of film on those guys, but I test, they look like they've been okay filling in. Now that we got Avante Maddox back, we actually might have a little bit more flexibility, not quite as thin in the defensive backfield. Should we consider sitting Bradbury? I mean, he seems the biggest issue in the back of the secondary Darius Slay, I think we'll probably miss these next two regular season games. I would imagine he's going to be back for the first playoff game. Yeah, I'm at this point. I think you, you, that's certainly on the table and I'm not against it. I I would even say maybe, you know, work a half in where, you know, if Maddox is coming in, then maybe Ringo takes over for Bradbury and you really get to see, you know, what he has. He played a good game 
um, which was nice to see. He had, he's had kind of limited snaps throughout the seasons due to, you know, Slay and Bradbury playing corner. But uh, once Slay went down, I mean, it seems like Ringo's starting to kind of um, come up. And he's a young kid. Uh, he, he seems to be adapting well as far as I've seen so far. I know early on with his limited amount of snaps, he wasn't playing well. He had what against the Cowboys. He had the, the, the rare double penalty, unfortunately, I think. Yes. Um, but yeah, he seems to be coming around and I'm not against benching Bradbury at this point. He, uh, I forget. I think it was, uh, was it against the Cowboys? Or the, I think it was against the Seahawks. Uh, they completed every pass against Bradbury. I think it was like, well, especially four, that. Yeah. That last, and, four for four on that last drive or something. Yeah. I was going to say that the, the last drive is really where they just work Bradbury picking him apart. Uh, man. And, and the other thing is like, what has happened to this pass rush? Uh, yeah. Last year we uh, set a bunch of records, 70 sacks. Maybe that's not sustainable. I mean, overall, I feel like our defensive line is playing pretty good. I mean, Jalen Carter's playing pretty good. Redick always seems to be around the quarterback. Um, Josh sweats kind of been a no show. Brandon Graham, not doing much. Obviously we miss Hargrave. Jonathan Gannon wasn't doing anything for us. Rob, why, what, what's your thought on why we're not getting the sacks that we had last year, Rob, I think you might you're actually, muted. you're muted, Rob. My bad. Sorry there. Uh, it, it's a great question. I, I don't know the answer. I mean, I think the talents there clearly, yeah. um, it, it has to be large. I mean, scheme obviously must be playing a role. I don't know if these guys are overthinking, if they have different assignments, you know, if they're told, you know, not to overcommit and rush and it's affecting them. But uh, I, I don't know. Uh, it, that is a valid question. I will say it's one thing the Gannon defense did good is they did get to the quarterback. Um, so I, I don't know. We'll see, I guess, if, if Patricia can bring any of that back. I think part of it, too, is, I mean, their secondary has just been lacking. So there's their um, guys, quarters and backs are able to get the ball out a little bit earlier because guys seem to be, you know, we don't we don't. Um, uh, create coverage sacks uh, yeah. a lot of the time, you know, where those guys get open quick and uh, the completions happen. And unfortunately there's not enough time to get to the quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely it. I don't know. Whatever scheme stuff is going on, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, it feels like we got some talent. Um, Nolan Smith was actually playing a little bit of linebacker, like, uh, you know, dropping back and not just being yeah. a regular, like outside, which I, yeah, Hey, we're so thin at linebacker. Why not? Anything to get that guy out on the field. I would love to see him get some more snaps. Jalen Carter. Have you guys seen any explanation? I saw Jalen Carter's snap count was really down um, last week. I know he had the one offsides um, that was that I think he got flagged for. And then the one controversial, which clearly was a penalty on the Giants, in spite of what Ryan says. Um <laughs> Do you guys get caught up in all the uh, the uh, refs were rigging it for the uh, the Giants stuff? I mean, maybe it's just me here having to hear from all these fan bases, but the amount of whining from Giants and even Cowboys, the Cowboys fans are still whining about uh, their game. It's oh, it's really bonkers. <clears throat> it's amazing. There's just a lot of fan bases that I feel like in general complaining about the refs this season. Um, more than ever, if you go through any team Reddit thread, uh, you brought up the the Cowboys, Sean. It's like if you go through their thread, it's just all pictures of uh, what looked like Micah Parsons being held and and them talking about how he hasn't gotten a, a penalty called yet in his favor in like the last nine games. 
But it seems like all teams, they're just letting the offensive line kind of manhandle the defensive line this season. And maybe that's to make for, you know, more exciting games. But it does seem to be relatively consistent, at least. Hey, just a reminder, the SGPN Ultimate New Year's Eve party happening this Sunday. YouTube.com slash sports gaming podcast. We got pickups. We got drafts. Live gambling sweats and prizes for you, the listeners. It's going to be a party, 12.30 p.m. Pacific on the West Coast, youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Make sure you smash that subscribe button. And we're also ready by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, game lines. They got you covered. Optimize those parlays. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays, download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Yeah. Uh and and talking just a little something else to add on the uh on the uh defensive side. I thought Shaq Leonard probably his best game as an Eagle. I mean, I know he just got here, but um <clears throat> out there for 86% of the snaps, he got a I think he had a sack and a tackle for a loss was kind of everywhere. Love to see that at a Shaq Leonard. Um, we'll see if he can continue to uh, continue to get things going. feel like we haven't talked much about the offense. I mean, offense, I thought, you know, played relatively well. I mean, 400 and what was the total? 460 something uh, yards total. Hertz threw for 301. Uh, DeAndre Swift, 20 for 92. I know AJ Brown would have liked to have more catches. He's always uh, a little frustrated, but um I mean, Dallas Goddard going seven for 71. I wasn't, you know, it, I mean, besides that pick six, which felt like a fluke play, but kind of going back to Justin's thing, we just have too many of these fluke sloppy plays. Um, I don't know. Any, any thoughts on the offense before we move on from the Giants game? No, I mean, I think it's been similar to all year. There's flashes and there's great moments, but there's just, a lack of inconsistency and a lack of rhythm. And I, I don't, you know, maybe the Giants game was a little better than other games, but again, I think the Giants are a really bad team. So, you know, I think I said last week, let's expect it to be get better and, and not take much out of it. So I just kind of think it is what it is. I don't think we're really going to know if this team's turned it around uh, probably until the first playoff game. Yeah, so Rob, is there something that could happen in these next two games that would make you feel good about the Eagles going into the playoffs? Um, I'd like to see a game with no turnovers. That would make me feel good. Um, I mean, every single game we have, you know, multiple turnovers. Um, but no, I, I don't think there's a lot that they can do the next two games because I think, you know, we should beat the Cardinals this week. And, I, you know, the Giants, what are they going to be playing for the last week of the season? Who knows if we'll even be playing our starters. So there's not going to be much to gain from that game. So, uh, no, I don't think so. I, I think we're going to kind of go into the first playoff game with a bit of unknown. Now, we technically, talking about turnovers, yeah, like the offense playing a clean, although, yeah, again, it, it felt kind of cleanish because Hertz didn't have a turnover, or he did, but it was, again, Goddard kind of slipping down there, and then that special teams turnover, which was very unfortunate. Uh, OZ getting destroyed and blocked into Boston Scott. Um, but on the other side, like, man, it is 
I don't know what you can do to create more turnovers, but man, that's really what this defense needs because it's like a, a bend and break defense right now where they, they let you matriculate down the field and then, uh, you know, don't have much to stop it. I know they technically got an interception there on the last play of the game to end it, but Justin, what do we got to do to get some turnover mojo going for the defense? I don't know. I think and hopefully Patricia, you know, it seems like, as uh, I think Rob alluded to earlier, it looks like we're getting a little bit more aggressive. <laughs> Talked about, you know, it seems like we our coverage hasn't been great um, this season, especially compared to last season where, yeah, we would have the death by a thousand cuts sometimes, but we would at least generate a couple turnovers, it seems like, per game. Yeah. Um, yep. Maybe if we can dial up a little bit more coverage, um, a little bit more aggressive at times. Uh, hopefully that that allows for the turnovers to take place. You know, um, it, it, the other thing too is we've just played a better caliber quarterback overall this season compared to last season. Uh, yeah. I think that's the other thing to kind of look at as well. Um, so uh, that's something to take keep in mind as well. But if we want to win in the playoffs, those turnovers need to happen. You know. Yeah, I mean, because that's the only way this defense is going to be sustainable is if they get some. If they get some turnovers uh, going uh, before we get to the preview of the Cardinals and the Eagles uh, checking in on the playoff standings, kind of a interesting situation. Eagles still have, I mean, decent ish shot to get the number one seed. They would need to win out. They would need Detroit to lose. Stop. That's uh, not going to happen. Well, I mean, <laughs> they, they have a, it's like a, you know, 20% chance. You don't, you don't think you don't, you think there's no way it happens. Rob. The number one seed. No, I think we blew that. Oh, well, come on. I, I mean, there's certainly a chance. I know, I know, I know Rob, well, you've okay, never sure. Statistically, <laughs> statistically, is it theoretically possible? Yes. I mean, yeah. Sean, do you honestly believe it's going to happen? Um, yeah, I mean, so right now the Cowboys are six point favorites over the Lions. You know, the Cowboys beating the Lions, not crazy. Um, I would be surprised if the 49ers lost to the Commanders, yes, but I would not be surprised if the Rams beat the 49ers um in San Francisco. It's a division game. Rams are playing really well. Uh, and they need that game or will most likely need that game to get into the playoffs. So yeah, I don't think it's an amazing chance, but I would put it at like 20% chance. Um, cons- and if you think we're going to win out both games, which I think we will, will do. So, I mean, if you're looking at it as a gambling thing, if you parlayed Eagles money line for both these games and then, um, Cowboys money line and then Rams money line in these games. If you parlay those four, it wouldn't be, you know, it's like uh 10 to one, 11 to one. So I think there's no, it's not like, it's not a, like a 1% chance. I, I think we have like, you know, a fairly decent shot. Uh, I, I mean, we'll see. Like, do you think, why are you, why are you looking at me so crazy, Rob? I, I mean, I'm not worried about the lines. I just think the 49ers are not going to lose enough. Um, for us to get no, I mean, the number one seed. At, at the, I just think that's the reality of it. I'd love it. I wish it would happen. I just, you know, I, I just don't think it's realistic. So, you know, I think hopefully we get the number two seed and, you know, we at least we'll get home games through the championship. And um, then you got to go to San Fran, you know, assuming they win and, and see what you can do. Yeah. I mean, I, I just think that 
the Rams in San Francisco, yeah, they're they're going to be underdogs, but it's not going to be. Yeah, they'll be like six point underdogs. Uh, Justin, how say you? Am I am I wrong though? Is it? It's possible the Rams don't even need that game. Correct. Um, um, I think they're so gonna, they might be resting guys. I think they're probably going to need it. Uh, there's there's oh, okay. just so many scenarios in this last week. Gotcha. Like it depends. I think if Seattle wins, um, what happens in the Vikings Packers game? Like there's kind of a million gotcha, different scenarios. Gotcha. But okay. yeah, you're right. I guess if, the best if, thing about that is that you know San Fran may have to play that game. Now they they yeah. will get a bye, so they still will get a week off. But they're not going to be able to sit their guys and really give them two weeks rest. And Rams have looked good, man. Rams have looked sharp. Um, Rams have looked sharp. I agree with you there. Um, if they're playing, I mean, and going against the Niners, I could see them potentially winning. I'm, I'm just curious with all the scenarios. Um, you know, if they if it's going to be a must win for them type of situation, um, it, it could certainly get interesting. Yes, I'll pull up the uh, playoff predictor here in just a second. But yeah, I mean. Uh, I guess the other thing, and we haven't talked about it that much in my head, it was like, Oh, Hey, you know, we have the two seeds solidified if we win out, but actually if the lions went out now, they would have to beat the the Cowboys this week, which would help us win the NFC East, but would, would hurt us uh, getting the number two seed overall. If the lions went out and the Eagles went out, the lions actually um, would end up having the two seed, probably not a huge yeah, difference okay. between the two and the three seed, but um, certainly, yeah. So I guess if the Rams beat the Giants, they're up to ninety percent chance or eighty-seven percent chance to make the playoffs. So okay, you know, kind of we'll see what else happens in the rest of the game. So there's still a decent chance. I they certainly don't lock it up if they win. Um, I mean, well, <clears throat> if they don't need it, maybe that means that Carson Wentz is starting. You know, against the okay. Niners and yep. Oh, maybe that's Look an out. easy win then, right? Uh, uh, Carson <laughs> Wentz beating the Niners to help us get the number one seed. Uh, I might have to dig up the fat head out of the trash <laughs> and re-put that up on the wall because that would be that would just be excellent. That would be amazing. Oh man, Christmas the fat that sunk his career. <laughs> <laughs> you guys do blame the fat head. Um, I mean, you, the crease was right on his his knee, right, Sean? Where the ACL? <laughs> uh, but yeah, but again, his blown out knee helped us win the Super Bowl. No way we win that. <laughs> we, no way we win that if uh, he doesn't have that blown out knee. Is my That's current a good theory. monkey paw? Sure. Yeah. Uh, all right, moving over to the 49ers game, or sorry, the Cardinals game. It's talking so much 49ers. Uh, 49ers game, Cardinals came against the Eagles. They're at home. Uh, pretty big favorites, as you would imagine. Marquise Hollywood Brown is now out for the Cardinals. Eagles 12-point favorites. Um, Kyler Murray dealing with an illness. And uh, but sounds like he should play uh, offensively. Trey McBride, their tight end, has been playing really well, um, winning people a lot of fantasy championships. We're horrible against the tight end. Uh, where how do you see this going, Justin? Cardinals coming into town. Jonathan Gannon, will he get a standing ovation? <laughs> well, he's certainly not going to get a standing ovation. Um, <laughs> that would be awesome. You but, should go uh, cheer him on. John, you're a big Gannon fan. Uh, you know, I thought. <laughs> uh, look at the look you at the results. Ended him. Defense was playing pretty well. Yeah, plays. He he called a great game in the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, he did not call a good <laughs> game in the Super Bowl. 
Uh, I, you know what? I, I actually think this is going to be a relatively close game. I hate to say it, uh, but oh, how dare you? And may, maybe I'm giving Gannon too much credit, but um, I don't know. I, I, I want to see you know what he schemes up against Hertz. Uh, I, I just think you know Hertz has struggled a bit. If anybody knows, you know some of his weaknesses, it's probably going to be Gannon, um, and. Uh, I'm curious to see how well our offense actually plays against their defense overall. With that said, I mean, I do think we win. I just don't think it's going to be, you know, that 11-point spread that I think is out there right now. Uh, I think it's probably going to be closer to a touchdown game, uh, similar to the Giants, actually. Yeah, I mean, division games are always tough, but this Cardinals team does seem like they're kind of packing it in. Uh, They lost by 10 at the Bears. Now they have a back-to-back road spot. They are a dome team outdoors. Uh, If if Kyler's scrambling around, maybe he can pull some shit out of his ass. But, um, man, this would just be an awesome confidence boost if we can just completely fuck them. I would say, also, I think... I would think... uh, I, I think... The, the key to um, beating the, the Cardinals is running the ball. And I wouldn't be surprised if this is a huge DeAndre Swift game, kind of a homecoming game. He has a lot of friends and family coming to see him. The Cardinals are horrible against uh, running backs on the ground. I think, I think this is the DeAndre Swift game, kind of like how earlier in the season where the offense was looking probably some of its best work was with when DeAndre Swift was really clicking. I think our O-line should be able to push them around. Um, So I think that's really where it starts. Rob, what do you, what do you think about this Eagles Cardinals game? Um, I I mean, I kind of am with Justin. I think it's going to end up being a relatively close game. I think we win, but I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I I don't like the spread at all. Um, You know, even that last Cardinals game we went to last year, I mean, that was a close game that we won on the last. You know, they missed the field goal, and then, you know, we won at the end. So um, I think it'll be close. I I think it could be a good test for our offense. Like you said, I think Gannon is obviously going to know some tendencies, but we're going to know his tendencies on defense too. So it does kind of go both ways. Um, you know, I don't, I won't pretend that I've watched a lot of Cardinals games to really know much about their defense or their strengths. Obviously Kyler, you got to contain him. Um, I just want to see a turnover free game for once in this season. I don't think that's too much to ask for. I mean, we are not going to win in the playoffs. If we have two turnovers a game, it's just not going to happen. And I mean, how many games this season have we have had less than two turnovers? Not a lot. I mean, it is crazy. If you look at the, um, the turnover differential, for considering how bad our turnover differential is, it's really impressive uh, that we're 11 and four. I'm going to pull it up. Um, let's see. Yeah, we have negative seven turnover differential and we've won 11 games. Um, you know, some of the other teams down there, actually the Cleveland Browns, although now they got Joe Flacco, they're going to the Super Bowl. Uh, Vikings, negative nine, Kansas <laughs> City Chiefs. Uh, Mahomes sucks now. They're negative ten. Commanders negative ten. So, uh, you know, turnovers, especially on the defensive side, come in bunches. Of anything, I mean, I'm almost. 
I, I agree, Rob. Like I want to see less offensive turnovers, but to me, it's almost more important to see the defense creating turnovers um, and getting, getting the turnover differential that way. Uh, like I would much rather see us win the turnover differential two one, like us creating those um, than even like one zero or something like that. Like I got to see our defense create some turnovers this game. And uh, I think we can against the Cardinals. Like the, they're not, they haven't been playing particularly great. You know, Kyler came back late in the year. Um, so yeah, I, we should be able to take care of them. But again, I feel like we, we say this all the time. The spread is really high, making everyone nervous. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think this is ultimately a good spot and it's, it kind of has to be a get right spot for this Eagles team. Um, Justin, any other thoughts here on this Cardinals Eagles game? What do we, what do we, what do we got to see come Sunday? No, I think I'm going to lean towards you, though, there with the just the run game in general. It seems like the last two games we've been leaning on it a lot more. I think two games to go between our running backs, we they had about 100 yards um, b- between them. And then this past uh, game, what I think uh, Swift had almost 100, and then Gainwell, I think, had quite a bit as well. So um, just continue it. I, I think it's good to get used to – uh, you know, at having that in the playbook and running those plays regularly because we we weren't earlier in the season. But uh, hopefully this gets us a little bit more prepped and primed and uh, we start leaning on the run game uh, going into the playoffs. Yeah, because there was, there was a lot of good plays, I thought. Um, you know, 20 for 92, not, nothing eye-popping, but it did feel like when Swift was running the ball, he was, he was, get, he was finding space. He was doing well. I would hate to get away from that. And I'm excited to see Avante Maddox coming back. Hopefully we, uh, that helps the defense. Lord knows we need it. All right. Uh, before we get out of here, time for prizepickscom slash SGPN promo code SGPN, hundred percent deposit match up to $100 or prize picks lineup. I'll kick it off. Love this as a Deandre Swift game. I'm going to say uh, Deandre Swift more a half touchdown. So essentially DeAndre Swift to score a touchdown. Justin, any um player fantasy projections you like? There you have a ton of hurt stuff. Gainwell, Jake Elliott, Devonta Smith, Dallas Goddard, AJ Brown. Anyone else you want to tag in here? <laughs> What's uh I'm just curious what Gainwell is. Gainwell. All right. I was if I can... for Rob's face. <laughs> no, well, and well, Rob, are you gonna are you gonna say you were wrong about Kenny Gainwell? He looked good. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on. Um, I just, just want to like I said from the start. I don't dislike him. He's a fine role player. I dislike how they use him over DeAndre Smith in key, Swift in key moments. It's ridiculous. He was six um, for 41 no. rushing three for 38. That feels like a perfect Deandre Swift or Kenneth Gainwell game, right? Okay. <laughs> Did you not we'll agree to disagree? No, I, I, I think sometimes they overuse him, but he had I, a nice game. I'm not disputing that. I, I just think like, I just don't understand it. Like they don't give Swift enough touches at times. And then like on big third downs or like in the red zone, they just, immediately march out Kenny Gainwell. I I just, I don't get it. And I, I continue to not get it. We've talked about this a million times. Nothing's changed. The fact that Gainwell had one good game doesn't still make that ridiculous. So Justin, sounds like we want to put Kenny Gainwell in the lineup. Uh, he is seven <laughs> was, and a half. 
seven and a half receiving yards or 21 and a half rushing yards. What do you like better? Uh, I actually more brought it up. I just want to see Rob's reaction. Oh, okay. Anything. Um, I'm, <laughs> I actually like what we've been doing with Goddard, especially last game, yeah. you know, getting him more involved. So um, I would actually lean more towards him in this case. Okay. Do we want to take Goddard receiving yards or do we think Goddard touchdown? We already got swift touchdown. Goddard receiving yards are 44 and a half. Uh, I think receiving yards. Okay. So more receiving yards. Um, Rob, anyone you want to talk about on the Cardinals side? Let's see if they, what they have. Uh, you got you got uh, Greg Dortch, uh, 30 and a half receiving yards. They're running back James Connor, 55 and a half rushing yards. Kyler Murray. Um, Kyler Murray, you can you could do completions, pass attempts, pass yards, rushing yards, kicking points for Matt Prater. What do we like for the Cardinals side? What, what are the kicking points? <laughs> this is pretty funny. You can take. Um, they have a uh, what is it? They have this demon mode uh, where you can take uh, more one and a half field goals or six kicking points. So that would be more or less, you know, whatever. Two field goals would be six points. You get an extra point. You're at seven. I actually don't mind the more one and a half field goals made for Prater. I actually, I I would go with that. I know it's. I know we don't like taking the overs on uh, posing guys, but I, I feel confident they're going to get two field goals. Yeah, yeah, this feels po- I mean, in a in a way, um, this feels positive uh for the Eagles because you know, it means they're holding them to field goals, which we would definitely want. All right. Uh, and that pays, let's see, plus eight hundred. So plus eight hundred, Matt Prater, uh, more one and a half field goals, Dallas got at forty four and a half receiving yards more, DeAndre Swift, more a half. Rushing, receiving touchdowns. Go to prizepicks.com slash SGPN. Promo code SGPN. Get the 100% deposit match up to $100. Time for everyone's favorite part. MVE, most valuable eagle and final score predictions. Justin, what do you got? How much are we winning by? Uh, like I said, I think it's going to be a seven-point game. Um, <clears throat> I think we will run the ball a bit, like you said. So I don't uh, consider. think it's going to be a ton of touchdowns. On our part, just because of the game clock and whatnot. So I'd say 27 20. Um, and player of the game, I know you're going to take Swift in this mm. case. Uh, I'm going to take Devante. Why not? Uh, I think he could have a, have a decent game here. Devonta Smith, and you got us winning. You said 27 20? Yeah. Okay. Rob, what do you got? Most valuable Eagle. And uh, final score predictions. 21-13, Eagles. I'm going to say A.J. Brown. I feel like, I don't know, he's quietly been a little unsatisfied lately. Maybe this is his breakout game again. Yeah. All right. I Like I said, I'm all in on DeAndre Swift. This is the DeAndre Swift game. And because of that, they will be rewarded by the football gods with a 31 to 10 victory over the hated Arizona Cardinals. Jonathan Gannon will be booed on his way out. That's the only booing come Sunday. It's going to be for old JG Eagles roll. DeAndre Swift, multiple touchdowns, 31 to 10. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in the Die Hard Eagles podcast. For Rob, for Justin. Go birds! Go birds! Go birds.